0: All right, all right. We oh, gotta hit
1: you with some fashion. faith and fashion. Three hundred and sixty, faith and fashion. Three hundred and sixty. You guys know I like to end the show off with a faithful moment. This is your host Brianna Fosu. Brianna Fosu. So stay tuned for more faith, fashion, lifestyle, and trends. So you guys know that I shared the fantastic news that Faith and Fashion three hundred and sixty has moved on to be a semi finalist for the Full Figured Industry Awards. I had CEO and founder Tawana Game on the show a couple weeks back just to kind of outline the voting process, you know, the origins of the show and things like that. And a couple weeks later, I have moved on to be a semi-finalist for Outstanding Podcast. Um, you know, one of the things that I always talk about here is being a plus-size consumer, being a plus-size model, you know, just being someone who really loves the curvy, Um, industry because it is something that has really placed so much confidence in me and really allowed me to make such fantastic connections. Um, and really speaking on those connections, I wanted to highlight some of the other fantastic creators, entrepreneurs, visionaries who have also been nominated. So over the next couple of weeks, I'm going to have on, you know, some people who have been nominated in different categories. I might also have an outstanding podcast nominee on because, you know, we got to be fair. Um, but, you know, just, just so they can talk about their platforms, talk about some of the awesome things that they are doing um, so that you can go ahead and cash your votes. Now, you have up until maybe 7, so about another week to go um, but I want you guys to hear from the nominees. So first up we have Miss Ebony Martin. She has been, uh, she's one of the semi-finalists for content creator of the year and if you go follow her on social media you're definitely going to see why. Ebony Marie Martin is a Houston-based opera singer, plus size model, and plus size content creator. Her opera career includes performances in Europe as well as the U.S. and she continues to perform currently. In the fashion industry, Ebony began as a personal stylist, which transitioned her into content creation. Her success in both music and fashion helped her develop her Slay the Stage seminar, which she has had the opportunity to showcase as a guest speaker at numerous young artists institutions, such as new york dramatic voices young artists program she has served as a member of the extended plus network through the hollywood wing woman talent and as the media specialist with crusade of curves currently ebony is working with a variety of brands as content creators such as Yitty, savage x fenty the lip bar topicals and many more so welcome miss ebony to faith and fashion 360 thank you so much for being here thank you so much for
0: having me brianna
1: I really appreciate it. Of course, of course. So congratulations again on the nomination. I read that bio and there was some things that I did not know about you. So opera <laughs> singer, please tell me a little bit about that first.
0: Oh, okay, yes. So I actually started um, as an opera singer pretty early on. I got into music as a pianist first and then I transitioned into voice in college. And um, I got my bachelor's and my master's in vocal performance bachelor's in Texas, master's in Las Vegas. And then my husband and I just started moving around the country for work. We lived in Jersey and Chicago. And I just had the great opportunity to learn a lot as a professional opera singer and kind of transition a lot of that knowledge into content creation, because a lot of the pitching work, a lot of the branding work is the same. In order to um, get consistent work and get consistent pay.
1: (laughs) For sure. Consistent pay is the is the is the operative because it's like we we be out here and we be working, boy, but you know, a lot of people don't always understand the the underwork and the things that go on behind the scenes to really, you know, make that system and process happen. So tell me a little bit about that. What is what are some things that you've learned and really kind of implemented into you know creating quality content?
0: So as far as creating like quality content, I was a big YouTube watcher in the big beauty boom scene, the beauty gurus, the Jackie Mm -hmm. Einer, Yeah. Y'all know the one. Y'all know the one. (laughs) Right. right, It's the queen, right? So I was um, obsessed with her videos when I was still in school and still in Vegas, because a lot of times when you're in smaller productions, you have to do your own makeup. And I needed to know how to put on lashes and stuff like that. And her quality was so top tier. It really inspired me to like take notes and to kind of transition that into like um, productions I was doing as a singer, creating recitals and creating promotion for that recital. Um, And so a lot of that work, I was able to use in content creation because I knew my camera quality needs to be on point as much as possible, you know, cameras are expensive. They like
2: are, they are
0: expensive <laughs> Yeah, you. like <laughs> if we just put it out there content creation is expensive you know if you want a good return and so i try you know my best to um give quality camera um quality and as well as like understanding transitions when i got finally got into instagram and stuff um and I work a lot with um editing software for YouTube because I started YouTube first before I started any of my short form content stuff and no yeah.
1: feet not to cut you off. YouTube is like I'll be I'll be trying to get onto the YouTube, but it's like man, fifteen minutes feels like such a stretch for me. so listen youtube if you if you have like cornered the market and really, you know, um, done some work on YouTube. Hats off to you because it's not it's not easy to do like YouTube stuff at all.
0: (laughs) Girl, YouTube is so time consuming. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So time consuming. And the editing process, you know, a lot of times you record probably about 40 plus minutes worth of stuff, an hour worth of stuff. And then you have to edit that down to like a reasonable amount of time, right. especially when you're in the fashion space, because people are only gonna sit down so long. Like, you know, if you're a commentary YouTuber or someone that gives information in that way, then people have more patience to like listen to the whole thing. But when you're giving looks, people are skipping around for the look. Yeah, like just... let me let me see
2: look number
1: two, look <laughs> number three, and right. you know what? I, and I actually am one of those people too, where it's kind of like, okay, you're talking a lot, girl. I just want to see what you got in right. place, and let me see it.
0: Yeah, exactly. You're like, okay, well, how does this look? This is why I came for because nine times out of ten, when you're on YouTube looking at a fashion girl, um, a beauty girl too, girl too, but usually a fashion girl you are probably shopping at the same time so or thinking about it you know so you're like okay I just want to know real quick so I can put this in my cart real quick um so yeah that's kind of like the tightrope that you have to deal with doing fashion on YouTube because the attention span is just so short in general snap of a finger finger, boy yeah yeah and you know understanding that made me realize that I needed to branch out to the smaller form content in order to build my presence because YouTube is another place where it's really hard to build a presence there's so many people in there it's such a long you know standing platform compared to like a TikTok or even the Instagram and stuff like that. So you can just imagine how many people are on that platform for however long, right? Absolutely. So yeah, um, YouTube is where I started a lot of the editing and learning how to you know, make things look good and transition and so on. And then I just had to learn how to condense that for the smaller form content, which is great because a lot of people that start with smaller form um, have a hard time transitioning to something like a YouTube that takes so much time and so much editing.
1: Right. So you, you kind of like started the other way around, um, you know, that, and and listen, that's really good information. And this is, this is why you are nominated because obviously <laughs> you can see that in your, in your work, you know what I mean? So what are some, um, what are some tools or maybe tricks that you could kind of offer to somebody who's looking to really get into content creation or looking into getting um you know into creating whether it's youtube instagram tiktok what are what are some things that you know really um you found that work for you and you listen you ain't gotta give too much away because i I, <laughs> I think that it's it's important for us to also do our own research as well but you know any tips and tricks that you might have um for somebody who's looking to get into that lane also
0: I think when it comes to content creation, editing is everything. I think, I mean, obviously quality is important and people stress that, but I think that editing to me is more important because that's how you engage the audience. Once you learn how to um, effectively edit your content, I think you see a lot of growth and reach with that. Um, For YouTube, um, the, the software that I use is called Wondershare. Um, and my husband got me into that because he was doing that first. Um, but for short form, thanks,
1: hubby. Thanks,
0: hubby. <laughs> I know, right? Right? Back us. They be putting uh-huh. this on. They be putting this on. <laughs> I know, right? Um, but the short form, I use something called U Cut. And I love U Cut because um, I can essentially do everything that I do on Wondershare on you Cut, and it makes it a lot faster. Then me having to upload all of my stuff to my computer and then edit it and then, you know, bring it back to my phone. It's a whole thing. And it's also very user friendly versus somebody who may struggle trying to edit on the app, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Listen, absolutely. Uh, listen, I wrote that down. I'm definitely going to go. And because, it, you know, one of the things, too, that I feel like we have shifted into is like, OK, how can I make this easier? I enjoy doing this thing, but how can I make it not take 25 hours? And unfortunately, some of that work you're just not going to be able to get away from. Um, right. But, you know, how can I make this easier? How can I make this more convenient and more effective as well? So that's those
0: are really, really good tips. Oh, yeah, Definitely. And along with editing, as far as content creation is concerned, I think another big thing that people overlook or people are scared to do is pitch. Constantly pitching yourself to brands, no matter what number follower you have. I know it sounds preposterous (laughs) because it seems like brands only want to work with big, you know, influencers, but I was pitching to brands at 300 followers, like, Mm-hmm.
2: I'm like,
0: I'm like I, I knew what I knew. I was very into fashion. I was already a, a personal stylist. I knew um being in plus size fashion that was already niche, especially years back. Oh yeah. So, oh, yeah. Right, right. <laughs> so I was already doing the research. I knew what I, I wanted and what I could bring. Um it was just, you know, having a follower base. And once you work out your pitch and, and you continue to pitch the brands, they may not reach out to you then, but they will reach out to you in the future. So this is so true. This is so so true. I have
1: had, um, you know, and I don't have a a huge following on one place or another. When you put them together, it's it's you know bigger numbers. But you know, one of the things that I found too is that you know I pitched myself in certain places, and people maybe got back to me and spun the block maybe about a year later. So it really sometimes is all about timing and really finding your niche, finding you know your space, finding you know your look and things like that. Which is something that I heavily focused on, which had gotten me more brand deals when I did have more followers in the space, or you know what have you. Um, so I, yeah, I definitely, definitely agree. So we are here with Ebony Martin. When we come back, I definitely want to talk a little bit about you being a plus size consumer. You know, um, you know your journey through that. Um, and and again, maybe a faithful moment or just something for someone who uh, may not always feel their best or may not feel like you know we in an age of social media, um, we find our ourselves a lot comparing um our look our numbers our lifestyle our aesthetic our pretty much everything our worth to you know the the people to the left and to the right of us so i think it's so important um for the full figure industry awards for you know us to have conversations like this because it is possible it is necessary for you to tell your story and for you to do what you do best um so i definitely want to talk about that when we come back here at faith and fashion 360. Yes, I love that. All right, so get into some music and we'll be right back. Weeks to interview some of the nominees. Faith and Fashion 360 has been um, moved forward as a semifinalist in the full. Figured Industry Awards, and I wanted to talk to some of the people in the categories who are doing their thing in their corner of the world. So first up, we've got Miss Ebony Martin, who has been um, moved forward as a semifinalist for the content creator of the year. So she's just been schooling us, giving us some information, some tips and some tricks. Um, One of the things I wanted to talk to you about was being um, a plus size consumer. So you've been a wardrobe stylist, um, you are a, a model, you know, we actually met in the extended plus network where we really got more into like our content creation and, um, you know, just really being our unique selves. Um, Can you tell me a little bit about just kind of the journey through that? Has that been something that you have kind of had to toil through? Is there just any takeaways um, with you being um, plus size, curvy um, and and doing the thing, doing the thing?
0: (laughs) Great question. Well, you know, if you've been plus size for longer than two minutes you know that
1: <laughs> yeah because it, it ain't it hasn't always been popular you know like, yeah, yeah
2: we we
0: look being a plus-size child a plus-size teenager it has been so hard in the fashion scene to get stuff that is you know indicative of your age right a lot of times you know, they have you looking like Miss Sally May at 10 years old. <laughs> and- Crazy. It was just <laughs>
1: disrespectful. I'm oh. telling you, it was just like, wow.
0: Girl, oh, okay. <laughs> it was a bad. <laughs> and I found myself really struggling in my like adolescent years to really find my style because if I was shopping in the women's section, it was a lot older, but the girls section was too small And If I could find um, something that I could actually squeeze into, it looks like I squeezed into it. So, you know, um, around the time that I was in my teen years, um, the only major plus size places I could think of off the top of my head was Torrent, um, Lane Bryant, there's Avenue, there's Ashley Stewart, I'm probably missing some more in there, but those are my main ones, like, growing up. And Tora was the trendy girl out of all of those. Tora was the trendy girl, and that's where you were going to get your boots, your wide calf boots that was, like, everybody else and stuff like that. But Tora was expensive. Very. Still. (laughs) It is. (laughs) Still is. So, um, you know, I had to default to a lot of, like, you know the women's sections or misses sections in department stores. Um, but what really worked out for me was when more um, black brands were starting out. So like your baby, not baby fat. Baby fat was really skinny, but like your apple bottoms and your soft pole and stuff. A lot of those had a little more give or a little more space. And so I was able to start figuring out my fashion through like, you know, the urban fashion market, basically. Um, and then in college, because I was in classical music, it's very conservative. And so I had to find stuff that I could audition in and perform in. And, you know, Ma Cloth ended up being one of those places during that time. And ASOS, that's when I finally found ASOS. When I found ASOS, it was a wrap.
3: Right,
1: right. Yeah. ASOS got a little bit for everybody. They got the urban, they have the conservative. they have the postmodern. they have the the casual chic they have they they got something for everybody yes. is a gem is the gem of gems for sure,
0: oh, yeah, oh yeah. And so, yeah, once I found those places, I could really start to map out what my style was gonna be. And I didn't find out about Eloquii until I was in my master's, like 2015, 2014. And it was really a wrap because, you know, Grace. they were really great. <laughs> right. They were really <laughs> great with the business stuff, um, business attire stuff, which for me could also work for my field and auditioning and things like that. And, you know, I've been a main consumer of, you know, ASOS. And Eloquy and more places, fashion to figure. Like in the past 10 years, let me think. No, 10 years is strong. In the past, maybe five to six five years, or six, years. yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, the plus size industry has grown a lot. There's a lot of um brands that we can go to that's primarily plus size. Now, there's a lot of brands and a lot of boutique brands that, you know, like to be plus size on paper. So you do have to watch Mm -hmm. out for that. Right. Because they'll say up to 3X or whatever, and you look at the size chart and it's giving 1X. Medium. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. yeah. But, you know, I love how much um, the fashion industry has grown for plus size. I love how much of an effort some of our legacy brands have made to try to keep up with trends and stuff like that so it doesn't feel super outdated and now you know I can find places to shop whenever I want to for whatever occasion and I love that
1: I love it I love it too yeah I would definitely say there's been you know so much growth and then also just being able to see um, everyday bodies, getting able to see, you know, somebody that looks like you is also very encouraging too, because, you know, a lot of the times we are talking about these places, but people are kind of like, Oh, I've never heard of them before. So content creation and putting these brands out there and, and letting, you know, people see the flow, how it moves, how it fits, Um, you know, on on somebody that looks like you was so much much encouragement because back in the day, we didn't see people that look like us. So, you know, that Mm -hmm. double-edged swords of being black and plus size, you know, you didn't necessarily see that representation. So I think, you know, what you do and what other content creators do is so important in really spreading that message that, hey, listen, you can be fashionable. You can find all of the things that you need at these places and you don't need to be, you know, kind of restricted in a box of, you know, the Walmart, which Walmart, Walmart is stepping it up, but Walmart used to be, you know, they've also grown as as well. So, you know, having those options, having those places, you know, I really want to thank you for the work that you're doing because it's necessary. It's necessary for people to see themselves, um, before making a shopping decision, um, you know, depending on whatever lifestyle change they're going through, it's, it's necessary. Like the psychological implications of not seeing yourself is just super, super, um, it's jarring and people don't always understand that. You know what I mean? So how, how can we connect with you? How can we connect with you? Um, following tonight's show, tell us, tell us all the good stuff.
0: I am on pretty much any social media you can think of, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Lemonade, you know, all of that, YouTube. You can find me at at M, uh, M Fashion House on all of the short form ones. And then YouTube, you can just look up M Fashion. And yeah, you'll find me.
1: Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, congratulations again, Ebony, on your nomination as content creator of the year. I wish you the best of luck. Make sure you guys are connecting with Ebony following tonight's show. She has so much great content, so many things that you're going to want to pick up after you see her do what she does best. Thank you so much for being here at Faith and Fashion 360. You guys are going to get into a couple of Ebony's song picks. You know, I like to, to let my guests pick some of their songs to get you going into the rest of the week. So get into some music and we'll be right back.
4: I was lost inside the desert, vultures circling round my head, but thanks to God now I made it out of there. I was just another sheep inside the belly of the beast But thanks to God now, I made it out of that Guru guru me te leshe, ya hallelujah Guru guru me te leshe, ya me hallelujah Guru guru me te leshe, ya me hallelujah The of heaven is upon, yeah, yeah It's say, Lord, read forty days and forty nights See, and you shall find I say, more muscle to your soul. More butter to your bubble More blessing to the Talika May God give you all about it, God More to your soul. More butter to your bubble more blessings to the Italian God May God give you al-u-barica. all the right. I was yeah. lost inside the desert vultures Circling round my head But thanks to God now I made it out of there I was just another sheep Inside the belly of the beast But thanks to God now I made it out of there Hallelujah! let <muchos> Outside and the night has turned to day. I see plenty now. I used to be lost, and God showed me the way it I see now. All I see is blessings every time I look. I see now. I see I was lost inside the desert vultures circling around my head. But thanks to God now, I made it out of there I was just another sheep inside the belly of the beast, but thanks to God now, God now I made it out of there. Hallelujah.
1: y'all so before we get into the rest of faith and fashion 360 i need you to do me a favor faith and fashion 360 has been nominated as an outstanding podcast semi-finalist for the full figured industry awards if you've never heard of the award show it is an award show that champions figures within the plus size and curvy community if you've listened to the show for a long time you know that is one of the things i speak about the most do me a favor and head to the ffia's Dot .com to vote just one time for Brianna Afosu and Faith and Fashion 360 as the outstanding podcast. Thanks in advance. So if you're just joining me, I am interviewing some of the nominees for the Full Figured Industry Awards. Um, this is an award show that is championing figures, entrepreneurs, and just people who are doing fantastic things within the full-figured and curvy industry. So next up, we got Mr. Christian Perez, also known as Christian Noel. He is um, nominated in the male model category. Um, so I'm going to read a little bit about him, have him here, and you can figure out how to connect with him following tonight's show. Chris Noel is a Braun Plus male model based in Bayonne, New Jersey. He's a rising star in Plus fashion who has worked with nike under armor vim stores ivy park peloton fabletics and good council he also modeled for productions such as the fashion week brooklyn the new old school fashion show full figure fashion weeks a tribute to iconic black designers infinite exposure shows break free new york fashion week so welcome chris to faith and fashion 360 congratulations on the nomination.
5: Hey, thank you for having me and thank you for that. I'm really um I don't know. I'm just kind of humbled to be on the ballot as some of my brothers and um back for another FFIA's nomination. So I'm really grateful.
1: Yeah, you were speaking. You were you you were like um you were a presenter last year, right?
5: Um last year I actually I was a presenter, but I, I was nominated for the same category. I actually won um last year. It's-
1: See, i had no idea well congratulations for a second nomination and possibly a second win make sure you guys are out casting your votes up through may 7th so tell us a little bit about your plus male model journey
5: yeah um i think it started back in 2019 where um a friend of mine um shout out to sandy i love her so much um she had a sort of she had a her own sort of um blog and website that was catered to plus women and she had a really large following and then uh, I mentioned that I just loved her content and that sort of thing. And she was like, well, would you want to maybe do a photo shoot like just to have fun with it? So we met up, I remember it was like a frigid cold January day. And I had of like.
1: F- Those f- are f- the best photo f- shoots though. The cold, the, the
5: right.
1: nasty ones. They're like, oh, this came out really. I'm like, yeah, well, I almost got some, some frostbite, but.
5: <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So it was freezing and I had like 14 or 15 looks and we knocked it out in like five hours or something like that. And. I don't I just really enjoyed it. Despite the cold, despite, you know, all the elements, it was, it was really fun. And, then she was like, well, if you're really interested in this, you know, you should start like an IG and socials just dedicated to your modeling and just start building your following that way um, organically. And I think um, I just took her advice and I started, you know, looking up to to other brothers that were already doing it and um, just sort of asking their advice and um, you know, kind of just, just beefing up my socials and posting quality content and then um. Uh, shortly after that, I attended a fashion show called Curvy AF, and that was just as an audience member, and um, I know typically, I don't I don't really, I, I feel like I was always a boring dresser. Like, it was always, like, basketball shorts and hoodies for me, like, for life, you know, because it's so <laughs> like comfy. Like,
1: you were, like, always in athleisure.
5: <laughs> exactly, but for this show, I was like, you know, what? I want to wear some crazy prints. I want to wear some crazy colors. So I remember having, I bought, like, this really nice, um, Like royal blue blazer with like a jacquard lapel and a really nice blue hat and just dressed to the nines. Yeah, that's
1: that's (laughs) fancy, all right.
5: (laughs) Right, right. So, um, during during the show, they had like an intermission, like walk the runway sort of contest thing, and um, I won. It was really nice, and and it wasn't even about just winning, but but from that point on, just even for those like few seconds, like people just watching you and really supporting you, um. I just loved the feeling. And I don't know, something in my spirit was kind of like, "Oof, this is it. You know, this is cool. This is something you should really step into. Um, So that night is really when I think things took off because I met so many folks that I still consider dear friends to this day and who I love so, so much. And, you know, from there it was like, Hey, yo, I have this show coming up. Do you want to be in it? Or, Hey, I have this, this, this clothing line. Would you mind working with us? And it literally went from that into everything else that y'all seen me working with today. So it kind of just It took off really quickly and um, I'm very, very thankful. I expected nothing at all from this journey. And um, so everything that happens for me is a plus.
1: You know, it's really, and I think people are so excited too about that because, you know, we typically don't see male models, like not, not a, like a good amount. Like it's, I think the, that demographic is growing and that visibility is growing, but you don't often see that at all. So it's kind of like, it's really nice to see, you know, somebody else that looks like you, the same thing goes for men. We talk about that a lot for women, seeing ourselves and inclusivity, but it goes all across the board. So to see someone that looks like you, it's, it's
5: empowering i agree and i really really do appreciate that like i said um i i made some really really close friends for life when i just started this journey and um you know it's fun to go from like being like that starstruck kind of guy it's to, to you know being in the same room and on the same being the star yeah being the star
1: no no i wouldn't say
5: that <laughs> i still have a lot to learn a lot, a lot to do i think
1: well, listen, as long as you are are, are growing, you're elevating. So um, when we come back, I definitely want to talk about some things that you have going up, how we can, can continue to uh, connect with you following tonight's show and a little bit of a
2: faithful moment. So get into some music and we'll be right back here at Faith and Fashion 360. all right all right we are back here at faith and fashion 360 this is your host Brianna
1: Fosu and we are live here at funknationradio.com if you're just joining me I am here with a uh, first time winner second time nominee Christian Perez uh, for the male metal category in the full figured industry award so welcome Chris thank you for joining me here
5: thank you for having me
1: of course of course so what are some things that you have coming up what you got going on
5: Honestly, I'm looking forward to some downtime. I think that this this whole spring um, has been very, very busy for me. Um, I work I work a nine to five full time. I'm actually in my last semester of grad school right now. So I only have a busy, couple busy. weeks left. And on. then
1: you just got married too. So you're like going through a lot of different transition. Congratulations.
5: Right. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, it's so much. It's that, you know, it's just working out more consistently. And I feel like my schedule has been jam-packed. I coach flag football on weekends too. I'm in a basketball league. So, I think oh,
1: so you have no downtime at all, is what it sounds like to me. <laughs> right.
5: But come like mid to late May, I'm going to be stoked to honestly just get back into my own regime, just reading more and watching shows and movies that I've missed for several months and years now, and just being in nature more. more. Yep. Yep.
1: <laughs> I, you know what? I could see how the time passed. Like by the time you look up, we're like, two seasons ahead of a, of a favorite show. So I get that. I get
5: that. Right, right. I managed to avoid all Snowfall spoilers. So I'm going to continue that.
1: Uh, I know. I already saw the spoiler, but I'm going to still watch it. Like, I know how it's going to end, but I'm going to still go back. Like, it's just, mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw the spoilers yet, but you know. No, no, I didn't. I will tell you, and snoozing and snoozing you. you left and right. <laughs> I will tell you. Well, thanks again for joining us. Do you want to do a faithful moment for the yeah. night? So if anybody, you know, if you haven't been here at Faith and Fashion 360 before, a faithful moment is just a way to go through the week. A lyric, an anecdote, a scripture, just something positive to get you through your week. So, Chris, what is your faithful moment?
5: Yeah, um, you know. I have a small little prayer that I used to say, and I still say it from time to time, but you know, I used to have some serious, serious anxiety and panic attack issues for the past several years. Thankfully, they've become a lot more infrequent. I've learned to manage Amen. it a little bit better. That's awesome. But That's I think awesome. that um, there's a prayer for patients that I used to always recite. So I would love to say that to for y'all real quick and take it with you and use it as you see fit. Yes, please. So um, it goes like this. Let nothing disturb you. Let nothing frighten you. All things are passing away. God never changes. Patience obtains all things. Whoever has God lacks nothing. God alone suffices. And that's it.
1: That is awesome. Well, again, thank you so much. Good luck to you, Chris, at the Full Figured Industry Awards. Congratulations on the nomination and everything that you are doing.
5: Thank you so, so much. I really appreciate you. Thank you.
1: just joining me, I'm doing something super fun for the next two weeks. Um, Faith and Fashion 360 has moved on to be a a semi-finalist in the full figure industry awards in the category for outstanding podcast. Um, so I'm super excited about this, super honored. And one of the things that I wanted to do was also kind of place eyes on some of the other outstanding nominees in some of the other categories as well. Um, so all night, you're going to be hearing from the, the, some of the some of the other uh, nominees who are definitely deserving of your vote. So next up, I have Miss Kia, Miss Kia, she is up for, um, she's up for the boutique of the year for her boutique House of Sheba. Uh, so I'm just gonna read a little bit about her. You're gonna hear some more from her. Let me tell you, all of the all of the nominees tonight are absolutely outstanding, and I definitely want you, if nothing else, to connect with them following tonight's show. So Philadelphia native and CEO of House of Sheba, Kia Cherie, is a public model and model coach with over 11 years experience in the plus size industry. Kia's passion for bridging the gap between fashion and self-confidence is brought to life through her collections, helping women to fall in love with their curves through vibrant colors, quality garments, and offering a stylish eye-catching patterns to elevate the everyday look. With such an extensive background of fashion, personal styling, coaching, and empowerment speaking, House of Sheba is a distinguished brand to follow. To date, House of Sheba has produced three sold-out shows, coached over 75 models, and has been published in a book, Waste Does Not Equal Worth, by Dr. Janelle Simmons, and several magazines. After launching her online boutique in 2018, Kia Cherie crossed over into an international market with clients in Amsterdam, Jamaica, and St. Lucia nationally kia's garments have been spotted on runways in north carolina delaware maryland and most recently texas and philadelphia with over a decade of experience kia is still making strides to advocate for the plus community through her love for fashion she's a model makeup artist model coach personal stylist and has an awesome plus size boutique welcome miss kia to faith and fashion 360
0: good afternoon
6: thank you so much for having me
1: of course of course so congratulations on your nomination
6: thank you congratulations to you as well thank you thank you how does it feel (sighs) oh Honestly, (laughs) I still find myself like, wait a minute. Is this really happening? pinch me. (laughs) Yes, like, I mean, I've been doing this so long and I've never been nominated for an award. So this is not only an honor, it is like, it just brings me such joy to know that I'm really, really, yes, I'm really doing what I'm supposed to be doing
1: absolutely and you and you sure are so tell me a little bit about house of Sheba tell me where that kind of originated from kind of its origin story um yeah fill,
6: fill me in okay so um like you mentioned i have been doing this about almost like 12 years now um i started off as a plus size model working out of um, queens new york back in 2011 is when i got my first paid gig um i had a manager the whole nine yards um so I was doing that, enjoyed modeling, enjoyed being behind the camera. However, it seemed to be a serious need, um, more so back then than now, for plus size fashions. Um, and just for women to feel beautiful and 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 you know, know that they could be comfortable in their own skin as far as clothes. So anytime I would travel, like I did a lot of speaking engagements. So anytime I would travel, people would always ask me, like, you know, where do you get your clothes from? You know, um, where do you shop? You know, Um, and honestly, I didn't shop in the stores. I, you know, I would design things and then have like seamstress um, locally from Philly to make them for me or out of town make them for me um, just because I didn't see what I wanted in the store. Um, So I always felt like, you know what? I'm a real out of the box thinker when it comes to fashion. So why not try to. Merge the two worlds. You know, you love empowering women. You love making women feel good. So why not dress them too? (laughs) So um, it was something I kind of strayed away from for a while because I'm like, I don't know if I could pull this off. Like, you know, a boutique or designing is expensive um so yeah that's true I was yeah, like that's true that's true yeah I was like I don't know if I could do this so I started off with just styling so people would you know ask me to source out um clothes for them so I had accumulated clients that way and then um I moved to North Carolina uh in 2017 and that's where it was like all right Kia, you got to do this because people just kept asking me Um, And what really sparked it is I had got an outfit made for my 30th birthday and um, the designer there was so amazing, like just how he would perfectly fit everything to my body. And I'm like, you know what? It's time to really like really do this thing. So I did my first show. My first show I had, uh, I think it was about six designers. I had about 23 models, Um, sold out show and i had only bought maybe 300 dollars worth of inventory maybe 300 and i just went with it like all right if this sells then i know i can do it and i took that 300 i took that 300 dollars i not only sold out my show i made back of course to fully source um 30 different pieces for my first website so I started with 30 pieces on my website and it just branched off from there. Like it just took off and here I am. (laughs)
1: <laughs> and here we are. That is fantastic. One of the things yeah. that I love that you said too is that, you know, that designer that you work with that really kind of fit it to your body. Like, you know, it, it it's really nice to, um you know, have something that's for you. Like, you know, you, you can go amazing. to a store. It's nice to go to a store and like, you know, mm-hmm. grab something and it fits nice. But like, when you know that this was fashioned and formed exactly mm-hmm. for you, it feels, hits <laughs> a little bit different. You know? A lot so, of like, different. It a lot different. Yeah, for sure. Like it's, it's one of those things where it's kind of like, okay, this is mine. Like this is for me. Like if you, you know, you have a favorite item. If you just have something that like you just hold on to having like a nice quality piece of clothing that can transcend too, like goes past the trend, like goes past, you know, um decades and stuff like that is just really, really important. So I think the work that you do is fantastic and it's great and it's needed for sure. So how do you, how do you pick, you know, kind of like the designers and things that you kind of work? Do you still work with designers or are you kind of doing most of that manpower on your own these days?
6: So first let me shout him out because he's yes. still, is He still is making strides in the plus community. His name is LaShawn Milner, a.k.a. D'Angelo. His line is Designs by D'Angelo. He is out of North Carolina. He is a freaking beast at sewing. Okay, I mean, phenomenal, phenomenal designer. Um, So, yes, to your point, I do still work with designers when I'm doing shows. However, House of Sheba, the boutique brand, is strictly me. Um, So what I do is I work with different vendors. Um, I send them things of what I'm looking for and they will either send me what they have that looks like that, or they will design something similar to my liking. Um, My ultimate goal, um, you probably would have asked me this, but I might as well say it now. (laughs) That's all right. (laughs) My ultimate goal is to learn how to sew. My grandmother is a master seamstress. She's been sewing probably all of my life and the one thing she told me was, because I said, Grandma, are you going to teach me? She's like, no, nobody told me. So you're going to learn it on your own. Like, oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, you're going to really make me learn. So I'm getting the hang of, I have a machine. I'm getting the hang of sewing my own pieces because yes, it's great that I don't have to do that manpower, but I want that experience of being able to say, you know what, I did this with my bare hands. Like, yes, I may have designed it with my two eyes, but I want the experience of actually making it with my hands and not having to send designs to other people to make for me. You know what I mean? Right, um right. so yes, right now it is all me. Um House of Sheba, the brand is all my own personal pieces. Um, and like I said, moving forward, I am definitely trying to branch off. And I want to create a real, I know we you know, a lot of these designers today have quote unquote luxury brands, I want a real luxury plus size brand. Like a for plus real, size. for real. Right. Yeah. I'm only, real. I, mean,
1: I can barely okay. count like the luxury ones. Like I've seen yeah. a couple, you know, luxury high end ones, but you know, yeah. it's very few and far between for sure. For sure. Very That's few true.
2: and far between.
6: And I think for me, like my favorite era of clothing has to be like the older days, like 80s 70s like the phyllis hymans and the diana rosses i'm very like it's crazy i grew up a time girl but i love glitz and glam like furs and leathers and
1: oh because they were dressed down honey like they were dressed we're so we're so comfortable nowadays like which is mm-hmm. cool it's nice like a little athleisure and stuff like that but then when you dress up people mm-hmm. are like where you going i'm like to the grocery store mm-hmm that's it, nowhere, nowhere, nowhere special, and, and it's like, you know, what happened to the days where we could, like, literally dress up, not feel weird about it, not necessarily have, like, the super big place to go, but just have a, co- a closet full of beautiful gowns, as, as mm-hmm. uh, Aretha Franklin would say, I, I agree, yeah, I yeah. definitely agree, yeah, what are, um what's, what's kind of, like, the vibe, or you know, what does the House of Sheba customer love? Like what is what what's kind of like the vibe that you um put forth um with your designs and with your fashions and your pizzas?
6: So um a little transparent moment. I have um I have four children and with each of my children I suffered from postpartum depression. Um and it does not help that even as a teen, you know, I went through bouts of anxiety and depression. So I've kind of battled that all of my life. And you know, if you know anybody that has battled that awful disease, um it sends you into a dark place. So everything b- around you becomes dark. Uh, the clothes you wear, how you decorate your house, you know, <laughs> everything around you has this dark kind of like one tone color to it. So for years I was just stuck on like browns and blacks and blues and grays. And then, you know, when I prayed about House of Sheba, like, God told me, you know, you have to dream in color. You have to live in color. You have to dream in color. So Mm -hmm. let's at the forefront of your mind. So now everything is color for me. I, House of Sheba, if you go on my website, it is vibrant. It is hot pinks. It is yellows. It is, you know, um, I love that guy. Everything has to have a color. now. I do my blacks and my right. whites. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, timeless for sure. I am all about tropical, gorgeous, vibrant colors. Like it has to have color for me. So that's really what I stick with. Now, of course, I can um I can definitely make a white like it's basic white but you be like dang that's just white
1: no white so looks- yeah you could do some <laughs> things
6: with white and you'll be like
1: wow because it, it's like the crispness right. of it like there's <laughs> such a crispiness to a white when right but in certain ways it looks different and it hits different mm-hmm. each and every time so
6: I, I get what you're saying absolutely so um to your point yes color color for me is everything it it, it not only it looks good it feels good it makes you feel good and I know for me, a lot of my statement pieces that people always seem to buy is anything with an out-of-the-box design. So if it has like maybe like a hot pink and a yellow, but the design is crazy, they go for it. And I'll be sitting there thinking like, well, maybe they're not going to buy this. And that'd be the first thing to sell out
1: right what? and they they're, they're <laughs> telling you otherwise yeah absolutely you know what cuz just uh, just you know myself as a as a plus size model as well as a stylist sometimes you look like it's just kind of like all right um seen this before heard this before give me give me something new give me something fresh so having a boutique like yours that really kind of steps out of the box steps over the line consistently and does it in a way that's fashionable and it's not looking like you know um it's not aging us it's not hiding the body it's still accentuating all of the positive things i think mm. that that's always super exciting because you know it's a, it's like a breath of fresh air honestly absolutely absolutely yeah. Yep, so we are here with Miss Kia Watson of House of Sheba. She has been nominated for Boutique of the Year at the Full Figured Industry Awards when we come back. So tell us a little bit more about what she has going on, how you can connect with her following tonight's show, and a little bit of a faithful moment. So you're here with me at Faith and Fashion 360, get into some music, and we'll be right back.
7: storm and the rain so much pressure heartache so much pain yeah I've been broken into pieces maybe more yeah. and sometimes I made my bed right on the floor Woo. the enemy really tried to take me out yeah. hit me with his on knock me down hey. Come on. Come on. But I sustained We're
1: Just joining me, I am not here alone. I am joined by one of the other semi finalists for the Full Figured Industry Awards, an award ceremony that was created for figures, visionaries, entrepreneurs all of that within the curvy and full-figured industry arena. Um, So I'm interviewing some of the other fantastic nominees in the other categories. If you did not know, Faith and Fashion 360 has been moving forward as an outstanding podcast, so we definitely need your votes. I have on Miss Kia Watson of House of Sheba. She's filling us in, and I definitely want to make sure you guys connect with her following tonight's show. So Kia, thank you so much for joining us. It is my pleasure. Yes, yes. So so tell us a little bit more about what you have coming up, going on. I know you're also a model. You're a mommy. Um, You do makeup. Like, you've got a lot of stuff going on. So tell us about, you know, any other things that you have coming up.
6: Okay. So first and foremost, I Oh my god, my schedule is about to get bananas. <laughs> hey,
1: listen, you know what? It's it's like it, it's what we prayed for, you know what I mean? Like it was like you it know, prayed for the increase. So
6: <laughs> it is. So you're actually going to get like the first little insight on this particular project because Uh-oh. it has new- about <laughs> so I have um, there is a fashion week. Philadelphia up your Christian Fashion Week. It is owned by a good friend of mine, Arthur Burgess. Um, and it is basically what it says. We can do all things through Christ, even fashion um that is come
1: on girl but let me let me not even to hold that thought because (laughs) there was something that really connected me to you when we you know we were just both on the live for the full figure industry awards and I'm looking through the list and something drew me to you so I will tell you that so you know you saying that and you you speaking that um that that really is just kind of confirmation so anyway continue continue
6: (laughs) (laughs) absolutely
0: so um
6: I did his show. I started doing his show as a makeup artist, and then I transcended into being a designer last year. Now this year, I have the extreme pleasure of being his headlining show for Philadelphia Christian Fashion Week in October. So we are, yes, (laughs) we are going to be holding our casting call um, this coming May. So May twenty first. Twenty eighth and June fourth, um, and I'll get that information to you so you can share. Yeah, um
1: absolutely, please do. Um,
6: yes, we're doing the casting call in Philly, um, and it's going to so be a two part. So for mine, it would, of course be strictly plus size models, and I'm looking for a specific age group, ages forty plus. Um, and there's a reason for that, but I'll share that with you privately. <laughs>
1: well, I'm, I'm gonna still look
6: because I was gonna say I'm coming. But that's all right. I, but I hold on. Okay, I'm So <laughs> for the for the other part, for hit for 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 the other part, there is like I said, there's two parts. So for the other part, there's from as the small as ages seven years old all the way up. So there's a part for you too. Yes. <laughs> there's a part for you too. Um. So yes, that's my my uh first project I have, and then I will also be doing um District of Curves in July in washington yes. d c nice yes, I will be a designer for that, and then my calendar is very full for september um let's just say the biggest thing I'm doing in september i will I will tell you this um, we'll be adding international to my resume.
1: Yes. Come on. Internations. <laughs> come on. Internations. I love that. That is fantastic. Well, please tell us how we can connect with you following tonight's show, a link tree, Instagram, what, whatever is the best place. Cause we definitely want to keep our listeners abreast of what you have coming up. Cause it sounds like it's going to be a lot. I gotta, I gotta get the calendar out.
6: Yes, ma'am. So Facebook, IG and TikTok are all house of sheba one word um i'm also on twitter at house of sheba i need to get better with my twitter because i don't be on it that much it's me too um,
1: i don't even really know how to use the thing i got it on my phone it's <laughs> like i don't know
6: <laughs> and um my website is shop
1: Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much again. Um, One of the things you guys know I love to do here at Faith and Fashion 360 is a faithful moment. So with my, my new sis Kia here being fly fierce and of the Lord as well, I definitely want to have her do a faithful moment. This is just something to get you into the rest of your week. So an anecdote, a scripture, um, just something positive. What do you, what do you got Kia? Take us away with your faithful moment.
6: So, I'm going to give you one from one of my favorite curvy queens, Miss Oprah Winfrey. And yes. she's think like a queen. A queen is not afraid to fail, failure is another stepping stone to greatness. And I believe that wholeheartedly.
1: Failure is another step of sonar greatness. Tell me about it. Tell me about it. And you know, sometimes (laughs) we're afraid to fail. Sometimes we're afraid afraid to have taken a misstep. So I definitely love that. And I know that somebody listening can resonate with that as well. Thank you so much again for joining us here, Lakia. Make sure you guys are voting for the Full Figure Industry Awards. You have until May the 7th. Get into some music and we'll be right back here at Faith and Fashion 360.
6: He is a beautiful God.
4: He is a beautiful Savior. Woo. Yes, Lord. He's so beautiful. He's so beautiful. I saw the Lord And the train of his role, oh, fills
8: this temple, and day and
2: night, I, the angels will play.
1: If you're just joining me, I'm doing something super fun for the next two weeks. I am interviewing, featuring, um, shining a light on some of the other trailblazers that have also been nominated for the full-figured industry award. If you're just finding out, if you have been like under a rock somewhere, Faith in Fashion 360 has been nominated as an outstanding podcast. And I wanted to just, you know, shine a light on some of the other. I mean, there's some really fantastic people within the categories of this award show. And, you know, to really be in proximity to some of them and to know some of them really is such an honor, even outside of being nominated. So I just wanted to put some eyes on these people who are doing fantastic things um, so that you can find out how to connect with them following tonight's show and why you need to give them a vote. Um, So next up I have, tell me how to pronounce it. Is it Baez? L- Baez. Baez, okay, cool, awesome. Fresh off opening for B. Miller and a VS Pink sponsored tour, trailblazing Latina singer-songwriter Elle Baez is taking over with an innovative pop, soul, music, and message. Real, authentic, and relatable, Elle is a representation for women that have been craving to see themselves in the spotlight. She is a Grammy-featured songwriter for co-writing the record Academy Press Play Manifestation Song 369. Her 2022 singles, Mr. Possessive and Pretty Insecurities, and her 2021 debut EP, Bold Soul, received praise from tastemakers such as Euphoria's Best Songs of 2021, along with Little Nas X, Casey Musgraves, Billie Eilish, and T Swift, Lady Gunn. Flaunt Magazine, One Still Watch, Ear Milk, The New Nine, Sweetie High, and more. Hopefully I didn't chop up those names too badly. She empowers and inspires others through her captivating hooks, versatile writing style, and model of self-love that she also spreads with her viral TikToks of over 55K followers. Her ethos is simple. Be you, be sexy, and above all, be confident. Elle mixes her advocacy and storytelling with rich soundscapes that use elements of pop, Latin, R&B, jazz, and funk to create a sound that is uniquely her own. I'm super excited. We've got some music for her coming up as well, so you can definitely get a taste on what you need to add to your playlist next. Welcome, Elle, to Faith and Fashion 360.
3: Hi, thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here.
1: Well, congratulations on the nomination for the Full Figured Industry Awards. How does
3: it feel? Thank you. It feels amazing. Yeah. I got to attend it last year, and I was just in awe of everything. So to be nominated this year, Oh
2: yeah,
1: it does. It feels, it feels really, really nice. Um, so, so tell me a little bit about, um, your, your music journey. Tell me a little bit about, about that. I mean, you make fantastic music. I first connected with you in the extended plus network. Um, and I, I really do all of your music makes me feel like super good and just, you know, and empowered. So tell me a little bit about that.
3: Yeah. Thank you so much. I have been singing since I was a little girl, like three years old. And, um, I actually been writing songs too, since I was little, but I didn't really realize I was doing it necessarily, <laughs> but you no, know, um, you,
1: you do stuff when you're a kid for just kind of like, you know, that's just kind of how you, you, you know, I'm just getting through. Yeah.
3: people are like, no, that's a skill. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It just like would come out of me and I would write like full length musicals and my parents would be like, what is happening? Um, so <laughs> I was, I was wild. Um, and then I did a lot of theater and theater was great for me. It really, I, I, just, I majored in theater. It was a musical theater. And I had a lot of experiences though, that were very, very fat phobic. And um, it was really hard for me. And I, I had a lot of dangerous habits developed from it. And, you know, I ended up, you know, trying to lose weight so much. Cause everyone kept telling me in order to be the star, I had to, and, I developed eating disorders and really bad stuff. Um, And I think towards the end of my college years, I started to realize that maybe there was another path that I could do what I love and not have to fit in somebody else's box and try to change myself and my body. Um, And I wrote my first body positive song. And then from then on, and at that point, uh, I don't think Lizzo had really popped off just yet. So I was just like, oh, I made a body positive song. And then yeah. like,
1: yeah, you, pops- do. you give me like, you give me like a nice and, and, you know, I, I never want to compare because I think, you know, everyone's music styles are definitely their own, but you definitely do give me like a nice feel good, like Lizzo-esque vibe. Um, so yeah, that this is, this is true. Lizzo before the Lizzo. <laughs>
3: Yeah. Um. But, I, but when she popped off I was like oh my god okay like I'm doing something like right.
1: confirmation like, yeah. Yeah, like a confirmation yeah
3: <laughs> yeah Um. and it motivated me to like keep going and put put songs out because I didn't even know you could be an independent artist I thought you needed a record label so I had to figure that out too and I met some kids from the Clive Davis Music School and they kind of guided me and I figured out how to release songs independently and build a business off of this and I've been, you know, going since I think the pandemic was when I started to take it really seriously the past like three years. And yeah, um,
1: pandemic put us all in like a really nice creative space. Like, you know, you weren't, you weren't focused so much on those things that like you thought mattered too much. And then it's kind of like, how can I, you know, how can I squeeze, squeeze the best bit out of myself without all of those other distractions? So yeah, I saw a lot of creative things come out of the pandemic for sure.
3: Yeah. 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 I feel like as devastating as it was for me, it was kind of this like blessing in disguise because I really just wrote music and right. I made my whole EP and that EP came out in 2021 and that wouldn't have happened. So, uh, and that EP was like a great skyrocketer for me just in terms of like really establishing myself and yeah. And I've been, I've been making it sense. And you've writing. been killing <laughs> it. You've been doing
1: the thing ever since. That is fantastic. That's, that's awesome. You know, when you talk about kind of like your theater experience, um, I had like, I dabbled a little bit in theater and, um, you know, camps and just, you know, different productions like that. I actually went to a performing arts high school and I always okay. felt like there was this limitation. So I went there, I I got, You know, you had the dancers, you had the singers, you had the musicians, you had the creative writers and things like that. And I've always been able to sing and dance, but I went to be a creative writer. My brother was like, why did you, why'd you go for that? Because I'm not used to seeing people like an L. Baez or a Lizzo. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, okay, well, maybe all I can do is write. Maybe all I need to, all I can do is like speak from the background of my microphone. So, you know, it's really empowering to have, you know, someone like you spreading this message and putting that out. Because when we were, when we were our age, when we were younger, we didn't have that. We didn't have that experience. We were not. Um, exposed to to all of the possibilities, so I I really just want to give hats off to you for everything that you're doing because it it really is so much bigger than than the things that we could think about. There are little girls who are like, okay, cool, I can I can do this too. I can do this. Yeah. Too. No, yeah,
3: it's yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. No, so, the, the little me mm-hmm. was was always craving to see someone who looked like me, and there wasn't. There just yeah. wasn't. So just, yeah. 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 So shouts to, shouts to you for, for creating that and
1: really um staying with it, because I know I'm, I'm sure it's not always easy. So when we come back, I definitely want to talk a little bit more about what you have coming up, what you have going on, how we can connect with you following tonight's show, and maybe just a little bit of a faithful moment. That's just something positive to get us into the rest of the week. So we are here with pop star El Baez here at Faith and Fashion 360. Get into some of her music and we'll be right back.
7: <laughs> let me tell you something imagine if society a little me that
1: So if you're just joining me, I am not here alone. I am joined by some of the illustrious uh, semifinalists for the Full Figured Industry Awards. And next up, we have Miss El Baez, who is up for Outstanding Performer. Um, I definitely want you guys to continue to get into her music. Thank you so much for being here and so much for joining us.
3: I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> Thank I was you like see a minute that. I was like yes um that you're fine yeah I'm
1: so, I'm so excited I'm so excited to have you we first connected um you know in the um extended plus network and we used to always have these really cool challenges where we would use you know your music and stuff like that and I was I remember the first time I listened to one of your songs I was like oh this is good this is like really Aww. you know what I mean so Keep doing, keep doing what you're doing. What what do you have coming up? What are some things that you have coming up that you want uh, people to know about?
3: Yeah. So I am working on my sophomore EP that'll be out at the end of the year. And <laughs> I have a song coming out next month, the first single off of it and then a big single dropping this summer. And I feel like it's going to be a big one. So it's about like my family and my dad being an immigrant and really like building a whole life here in this country and but making it this positive beautiful thing I call it fuego so yeah that'll be out this summer be on the lookout
1: awesome oh I can't wait I need some new stuff to add to my playlist as I'm hitting the as I'm hitting the festivals I'm hitting the parks I'm hitting the beach I need I need some I need some music some music so I know you're gonna give that to us how can we connect with you following tonight's show
3: you can follow me everywhere I'm on Instagram and TikTok at l by l underscore bias, so it's gonna be e l l e underscore and then bias, which I like to say is bay with a z, so b a e. You know, that's
1: how I. It's it's funny when you have, and I I'm not gonna even call them eccentric names because it's just kind of like you could figure out how to spell Shakespeare, but um. I always have to walk people through how to spell my first name too. I'm like, it's Brie like the cheese and then Anna. And that's that's yeah. usually how people get it. So I I, I feel you on the on the explanation.
3: <laughs> you love some Brie, so. Yeah, uh,
1: exactly. Right. I was going to say, so that's like the way to go. Well, thank you so much for joining us here. You guys make sure you give Elle a vote for Outstanding Performer at the Full Figure Industry Awards. Good luck to you. I will definitely make... Actually, hold on. We We almost forgot our faithful moment. We almost forgot our faithful moment. So for anyone who listened to Faith and Fashion 360 here before, um, I like to end the show off with a faithful moment. So you're getting all the goodies tonight. You probably are going to walk away with like three or four of them. Um, But a faithful moment is just... Something to get you through the week, like an, a scripture, an anecdote, a lyric. It could be an advertisement that you saw when you're driving down the street. Um, just something that you say to yourself throughout the week that says, listen, I can go from Sunday to Monday all the way back to Sunday. Um, So I'm going to let Elle take it away. What is your faithful moment? What's something you want the listeners to know?
3: My faithful moment is going to be one of my lyrics. It's my song, Stereotype. And... I'm going to do two. So uh, it's imagine if society taught the little me that I was pretty and it's taking that and thinking about how society has affected us. But then towards the end of my song, I say, I'm not your stereotype. So it's knowing that you're not anybody's stereotype in this world. Go after your dreams and do what you want to do and nothing can stop you. So remember that
1: nothing can stop you i love it thank you so so much for joining us here at faith and fashion 360 get to a little bit more of Elle's music and make sure you check out her playlist i will post all of the information on how you can connect with her following tonight's show so fun fact faith and fashion 360 actually started off as a blog and my first blog post was a dress from Dolls. Repdolls is a self-proclaimed brand that is inspired by bold colors for the city girl that's not afraid to stand out. Their mantra? Fit focus, trend obsessed. Styles are added weekly and everybody can get a little bit of something they carry sizes 0 to 32 and they believe in fit consistency across all size ranges make sure you go and check out their new collection and be sure to click on the link at the bottom of this episode for some money off well, that's a wrap here for us at Faith and Fashion 360. Make sure you are placing your votes for some of these fantastic nominees as well as Faith and Fashion 360 by Sunday, May 7th. Truly, truly appreciate all of your support. Make sure you are subscribed to Faith and Fashion 360, the radio show on Facebook, and make sure you're following me on all social media platforms. See you next week.